Welcome to episode 38 of the Dare to Dream Bigger Business podcast with me, your host, Cleosa, inside work mentor to passionate world changers and author of Dare to Dream Bigger. And today I want to talk to you about free for exposure. Is giving on empty killing your business? And why this is the solopreneur's secret curse. So I don't know, have you had enough of giving and free for exposure? You know, when we go solo and set up our own business, it feels like such a great idea. We're escaping the rat race, got all that freedom, creating the lifestyle we've been dreaming of, being able to get to our kids' sports days, as well as seeing clients at times to suit us and making the difference we really want to make in the world. We were the envy of our colleagues as we nervously walked away from that near-guaranteed paycheck, but we felt excited. And then you fast forward a couple of years, and reality has most likely hit. We're working so hard in our business that we rarely have time to work on it. We're lucky if we make the school play by the skin of our teeth and that freedom lifestyle we craved has become an 80-hour week. And everybody seems to want us to give everything away for free. Back in the corporate days, you had regular money coming in, but now if you don't work, you end up eating your savings, literally. And you're sick and tired of being asked to do stuff free for exposure. So here is what 15 years of mentoring entrepreneurs and passionate world changers has shown me about the difference between a solopreneur, solopreneur or freelancer and a small business. When you're running a business with employees... The pressure to make sure there are funds for the salaries means we take a totally different approach to marketing and freebies. You won't do anything that could jeopardise the business. And we need to find ways to generate income to make money rather than just earning it from the paid per hour model. But if you're a coach or a freelancer or a yoga teacher or an interior designer, whatever, if you're working on your own, chances are you're stuck in the money for time model. And you're likely to feel under pressure to grow your platform, to establish your brand, to become the go-to expert in your niche. So you'll be much more likely to say yes to the free for exposure opportunities that a small business owner will turn down. So we've all heard it. I thought it would be great exposure for you. I'm curious, what does this look like for you in the past? What kinds of free for exposure requests have you had? And I'd love to hear from you via the comments on the podcast show notes for today's episode at www.clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 038. That's C-L-A-R-E-J-O-S-A dot com forward slash podcast forward slash 038. So to give you some examples, here are some I've come across recently. I was offered the chance to keynote at a conference. Great! For free. And the conference organiser asked me to present, told me it would be unpaid with no travel expenses and would I mind buying my own conference ticket too? I didn't do that one. People get asked to write professional articles for free. There are big name websites that want you to write for free with, say, a minimum thousand words, but it has to be exclusive content. You can't even use it on your own website or turn it into a podcast. They make it clear they'll only take the best articles, which could take you a full day to write and edit. And all you're allowed to mention is your Twitter ID, which is hidden after an advert for them at the end. And they even make sure your article won't be indexed by Google. How does that translate into genuine exposure? 
being asked to coach for free. Coaches who do hour-long discovery calls with potential clients but accidentally help them enough to get the sticky plaster that the client wanted from the session so they're no longer hungry enough to pay for the package. This is one I discovered lately because I'm in the process of turning Dare to Dream Bigger into an audiobook is professional audiobook narrators with a big name self-publishing site are routinely paid a split of revenue with no upfront fee. And then they're entirely dependent on the amateur marketing skills of the author to get any return on the 30 to 50 hours the narration took them. And then they often only get one pound per sale. Another one, writing for magazines for free. If you're writing a column for a magazine, you might get to choose between being paid a token amount or being able to mention your business. Co-creating a programme for international radio for free. Even the BBC does it. I heard the other week about them asking a small business owner to give up four days of her time without even offering travel expenses. And it's to help create a new radio programme, yet they wouldn't give her any detail on how this might help her business, what angle they might take. And there's no way the presenter, editor or producer for that programme are working unpaid. Bake 100 cakes for free. A baker was asked to provide free cakes to the production team of a multi-million pound budget TV show that happened to be filming in her city. Deliver online masterclasses for free. This one's really common. It's common for live online summits to charge attendees for tickets, but with none of the revenue flowing to the presenters. And if you're in with 30 other experts, by the time people get to your session, they'll be too overwhelmed to even remember your name. Designing services on spec. I remember back at the beginning of my solopreneur life when I first opened my business, I did a three-way pitch for a corporate training gig only to find my best ideas had been used by their HR team to deliver the course in-house and I was paid nothing and there was no exposure and that's crazily common. So you're feeling exhausted by the list yet. There are many more ideas we could cover on this and I'm not trying to sound negative but none of these is reasonable. And yet we say yes to free for exposure requests every day. And we do it ourselves too without being asked. So would you stop moving the free line already, yeah? So big business gurus advise us to give our best stuff away for free, promising us that the clients will flow. No, they won't. (laughs) Not unless you've been ploughing your mortgage payments into Facebook ads and you have a super tight crazily high converting funnel or you already have 10,000 hungry fish on your email list. So these guys are forgetting to mention that what works for them won't work for you. Why not? Because they already have five-figure coaching clients who fund their kids' shoes. They already have a massive, well-established platform. They can afford to give everything else away for free in the hope that you'll be so hungry to be like them that you'll sign up for their $2,000 This Fixes Everything About Your Business program. And enough of us will to mean they can afford to fund the free stuff. There's another problem with this too. They are training our potential clients to expect the world from us for free. And we're playing along with the game. So are you giving on empty? We reach a point where we've given so much, be it The newsletter, the podcast, the free five-day challenges, the mini video trainings, the discovery calls, the interviews, the guest posts, the cheat sheets, the magazine articles, the conference speeches, that we've emptied our batteries as well as our bank accounts. 
We're out of energy, out of cash, out of hope, ready to give up on our dreams. We're feeling like a failure because our business is not reflecting the effort we're putting in. But here's the thing, we're not just emptying, we're filling up too. We fill up on resentment that everybody seems to want everything for free. The self-criticism of not being the abundant success we dreamed of. And we're full of the reasons why it's not fair. So Seth Godin's got some great advice for us. This article, this entire podcast, in fact, was inspired by a super short post from Seth. You can find a link to the original post at the show notes, clayosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 038. He said, don't expect much from a drowning man. He's not going to offer you a candy bar or ask you how your day was. He's too busy not drowning. Generosity takes effort. It requires the space to take your mind off your own problems long enough to see someone else's. It requires the confidence to share when a big part of you wants to hoard. And it requires the emotional labour of empathy. Generosity begins by trusting ourselves enough to know we're not actually drowning. How often do we pause to consider whether or not we're drowning before we give more away for free? So what drives us to give until we're empty? Well, 15 years of mentoring small business owners and passionate world changers on the inside work that makes the difference to our success have shown me it comes down to one little word with a massive power over our business decisions. Fear. We feel scared that if we say no, we'll miss out on that one last thing that would have created a breakthrough. If we say no, we'll get a reputation for being bullshit and no one will want to work with us. If we say no, someone might not like us anymore, we'll offend them and feel guilty. If we say no, we'll be a failure. If we say no, we'll die in obscurity eating crackers from supermarket dustbins, never having made the difference we're here to make. But as our grandmothers used to say, if you don't value yourself, no one else will. And that's what's really going on here. If that one resonates for you... See page 122 of the Dare to Dream Bigger hardback book and search for the quote if you don't value yourself in the Kindle version. So this fear has other effects too. We stop trusting our instincts and we do what the experts tell us we should be doing, the free for exposure stuff. It feeds our inner critics so we start believing we're not good enough to run a business. We create a belief that no one wants to pay for anything anymore, which becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, that's how it is in my industry. It's how it's done. We give and give and then give some more to overcompensate for imposter syndrome, for feeling like a fraud, that fear that we'll get caught out and they'll realise we're not really good enough. Here's the bummer, okay? Like dogs can smell fear, free for exposure requesters can smell desperation. So question for you, is free for exposure ever a good idea? Well, yes, it can be. If the opportunity will genuinely get you in front of your dream audience, sharing your core message with passion, and there's a tangible way for you to convert that exposure into leads, and you have the time and energy to deliver it, and it doesn't force you to back burner more important plans, and it feels like it's a fair energy exchange, then by all means, consider it. And freebies come at a cost. They take your time, 
They might even cost you hard cash, they distract you from other work, and they might cause you to change your plans and priorities to fit them in. They use your energy. You could even end up neglecting your own customers, your tribe, in order to serve someone else's or to hope to reach a new audience by delivering that promised freebie. You can end up neglecting your health as you cram freebies into your spare time, and you can even end up seeing less of your loved ones, yeah? And for those of us who've got a tendency to being addicted to giving, doing free for exposure work is something we're brilliant at justifying because it meets our need to serve. Yet if we don't see the bigger picture and make those yes-no decisions from the place of wearing our big girl boots, we risk up ending us up as the doormat for someone else to wipe their big girl boots on instead. As I said, like dogs can smell fear, free for exposure requesters can smell desperation, so it's essential to do the inside work to get your confidence and congruence sky high before you hit reply. And I've actually got a video for you on this. Um, if you go to the show notes page, clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 038 and scroll down, you'll see I've got a workbook for you, which I'll mention more about in a minute. And that comes with a video on how to get grounded and feel more self-assured before you hit reply or pick up the phone to respond to a free for exposure request. Make sure you sign up for that. And at a deeper level, too many freebies, whether they're for others or in your own business, can make it harder to get paid for your work. The more you do for free, the more people will expect for free, even if they love you. And the more you get a reputation for doing stuff unpaid, the harder it might be to justify your usual rates. So by doing what you do best for free, for exposure, you're teaching those who could help you connect with your dream audience that you don't value your own time or the transformation that your work delivers. Unless you set clear boundaries, it's really hard to transition for, from freebies for exposure to paid for the value I deliver. And another question, how much does a person actually need for free to know whether or not they're a good fit to work with you? Okay. And we need to treat free for exposure like a marketing expense. You might want to set yourself a freebie marketing budget. Then when a request comes in, you could treat it like a business transaction, which is what it is. Look at the genuine cost to you of your time or your travel and any other indirect or opportunity costs. Remember, you might not be turning away paid clients to do it, or you might, but your time still has value. And then when you've done your homework, see the workbook on the show notes page, you should be able to figure out what the energy exchange needs to be. What do you or your business get from this project? How many subscribers or clients or warm leads might it bring you? What difference might it make to your reputation, your platform? And then it's a real finger in the air thing, I know, but does it balance out? If you had to pay someone else to fulfill this commitment for you out of the hard cash of your marketing budget, would it make sense? And of course, the decision doesn't have to be made just on pennies. You can use your intuition too. But this simple process can help you to make clearer, more positive, more constructive business decisions and put an end to you killing your business through a constant stream of freebies. And some exposure opportunities are genuine once-in-a-lifetime chances that shouldn't be missed. Others literally suck. They will drain your energy and suck up your time like you never imagined. So how do you spot the difference? Well, you need to do your homework. 
I've got a gorgeous bonus for you in a moment to help with that. But in the meantime, here are some quick sanity check questions you can ask yourself. Are you ready? So would I offer this opportunity to someone else and think it was genuinely fair or would my gut tell me I was taking advantage of them? Is this opportunity truly a good fit with where I want to take my business and where my dream customers are hanging out? If I had to pay myself to deliver on this opportunity, would I feel the benefits it brings would be a good investment? Does my intuition believe that the other person can deliver what they're promising on or is my sixth sense telling me they're bluffing even a little bit? And does this opportunity move me towards my five to ten year business or life vision? If I believed I were the go-to expert in my field, would I say yes to this offer? And if your answer is no to any of these, then you should think carefully before saying yes. So so often we say yes because we're lacking clarity over our big vision, our dream audience. Uh, You want to see step one of Dare to Dream Bigger if that's the space you're in. Or we don't have a strategic marketing and visibility action plan, which is in step three of Dare to Dream Bigger. Maybe we're just scared of saying no. But here's the thing. This is what 15 years of getting this right and wrong have taught me and mentoring others on it. There's a secret Those who complain about you giving away less for free would probably never have bought from you anyway. So let them go with good grace. So do you want to know why you're falling into this free for exposure trap? Well, as Carl Jung said, awareness is the first key to change. Have a look at the last few things that you did for free and maybe fill in the answers to the question, I did that because... Allow five to ten answers to bubble up and then look at whether there are any fears in there. If you release those fears or limiting beliefs, then you'll find the need to do that kind of thing for free disappears. And if limiting beliefs and fears are something you get stuck with, remember, you've got my limiting beliefs course, how to ditch a limiting belief in under five minutes. The link for a coupon code for that to get your discount is in the show notes, clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 038. So I've got a workbook for you on this. It contains the must-ask questions that you need to get answers to before you say yes to working for free. I've collected these over the past 15 years of running my business and the mistakes I've made and the lessons I've learned on this. And I'd love to shortcut that learning curve for you. The energy exchange for this, because it's not a freebie, is joining my weekly-ish Dare to Dream newsletter. I hope you'll love it, but if you don't, you can opt out at any time. So to get the workbook... And to instantly download it with all those questions and explains why those questions are useful, which will give you insights into what's motivating you on all of this too. Go to the show notes, clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 038. And if you really want to fix the free for exposure habit, then if you've already got Dare to Dream Bigger, you can dive in and get started on the key causes of free for exposure in the following sections. In the hardback, page 191, imposter syndrome, how to set yourself free from feeling like a fraud. If you've got the Kindle, search imposter syndrome. Secondary gain, the reason why making changes can be so hard. That's in the hardback on page 83. In the Kindle, search secondary gain. Getting clarity over your big vision, your dream audience and the value that you add. That's the whole of step one. 
So search for step one or just open the hard bag at step one. Your visibility action plan, how to establish yourself as the go-to expert in your niche, which means you'll get many people approaching you offering to pay you rather than do free for exposure. In the hardback, that's page 177. In the Kindle search, step three. And connecting with your intuition, being able to make those decisions from a place of personal power rather than fear. In the hardback version of Dare to Dream Bigger, that's on page 213. In the Kindle, just search intuition. If you're sick of sticky plasters for this, join me for my upcoming mastermind, Free for Exposure, How to Charge What You're Worth Without Selling Your Soul. It's a three-month program with a one-day workshop in the middle, and there are only 10 places. You get to deep dive on the root causes of why you've been giving on empty. You get to discover how to communicate the value you add in ways your dream audience will love. And you can set yourself free from running your business on secret fear. To get on the waiting list for this program, Email me, hello at claireyosa.com, C-L-A-R-E-J-O-S-A.com. And I've got another treat for you to wrap up today. (laughs) Are you blocking your business abundance? The more stuff we give away for free, especially if we resent it, the more we're telling the universe, so that's engineer approved woo-woo alert, that that we're happy not to be paid, that we don't value our work. This causes us to block our business abundance. So if you'd like to find out whether you're blocking your business abundance and how much, I've got a quiz for you with the option to join me for a five-day mini training to help you spot and clear out those business abundance blocks. Go to the show notes, scroll down the page, there's a video and below that there's a link that says take the business abundance blocks quiz. Click the link and find out. That's clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 038. I'd love to hear from you. Have you been falling into the free for exposure trap? What might you do differently now? How could you set yourself free from the fear that drives us to give on empty? Let me know via the comments on the show notes page. And if you've enjoyed this, could you help spread the word? Could you help me keep allowing the Dare to Dream Bigger podcast to be ad free the way you want it to be? Please share it with friends, passionate world changes in social media. Subscribe via iTunes. Leave it a lovely review telling people how the podcast episode helped you. And above all, please go and use this stuff. Yeah, if this has resonated with you today, don't put it off until later. Just dive in. Make the most of the abundance quiz. Make the most of the additional resources. The world needs you and the message and the difference you're here to make with your batteries full, not empty. And if even just one person goes and makes a difference on that as a result of this podcast episode, then I am one very happy bunny. So I hope you found that useful today. Please subscribe on iTunes and I will see you next time with Dare to Dream Bigger. Have a fantastic week. 